Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our brand new podcast series called Own the Feels. This is brought to you in partnership with Love Better, and Liv and I are doing our damnedest to help us all break up better. And this means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it. So with the help of all of you and your stories and with Liv and with our wealth of breakup knowledge, we're bringing you a whole new podcast series. Liv, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like this is really important because it is something that we never got nah. in high school in kind of early adulthood. And still, there's not really a space to go to to learn how to break up better. Yeah. And own everything that you're feeling during that really kind of tumultuous time. So that's sort of the vibe, is that we feel like when we were at school, we... Maybe we learned about health. Maybe we learned about sex education, whether it was good, whether it was not good, whatever. But we never learned about that interpersonal, like, how to deal with the actual break up, you know, it feels like your life's falling apart. What am I supposed to do with all of these big emotions? And that's why Liv and I are here. Yeah. To try and sort of make sense of it. And with you, because you all sent us so, honestly, hundreds and hundreds of stories about your breakup. I feel like breakups are something that until you go through it, you don't realise how cataclysmic it is in your life. And so people need a space to like get out their stories. And, and, and like they wanted people. it. Yeah, which is amazing because we got such great material. <laughs> Honestly, you all have been going through it. And thank you, first of all, for letting us sort of learn from you and then turn it into what is hopefully a super interesting, super helpful, super entertaining at times podcast series. And... And yeah, so this is for you. It's also kind of by you. We're going to be talking about things like ghosting and stalking and jealousy and, and when, when nothing's wrong, but it's just wrong. And just all those feelings that sometimes you can't put your finger on or sometimes you just don't know what to do with them. Um, but we thought before we got started, so you already know Liv and I incredibly well if you're here from Culture Vulture, which you probably most of you are. But we thought we'd talk about our breakup experiences just a little bit to... To, to, you know, to either show you that we know what we're talking about or to, sh- to show you that we needed this podcast as much as you did. Fuck yes. So, Liv, give us, give us, you don't have to go too deep, but give us the lowdown on, on your breakup experiences. I have had one proper breakup when I was, I think, in my last year of high school, which seems super young and it seems super like oh high school relationship like whatever not a big deal but to me it was honestly the biggest thing I had been through up until that point I was totally taken aback by how much it just shattered my sense of self and my self-worth and it made me question myself more than anything else in my life ever has like that breakup had a really profound effect it on did. me. And in your future relationships yes. as well. And, and how had, you get back, get yourself back. Absolutely. It had a real ripple effect on kind of my relationship with 
boys Mm -hmm. and with sex and with everything that kind of came into yeah that whole time that I was just so confused as to why I had so many big emotions yes and and how long it went on for because there was you know closure was really hard to find reconciling all these emotions was hard to do because we've never been taught it genuinely and I actually think that notion that something that happens to you when you're at high school or when you're a teenager or an early adult and, and that it's not as important as as a breakup that maybe happens when you're older, I actually it's think that is so backwards. Such bullshit. Mm. It is more important. You feel things ten times more. And for the first time. For the first time. So you just are totally ill-prepared. Yes. Like, I remember I went for a walk with a friend afterwards. I think it was a few days after the breakup. And I was really fucking upset and, like, I didn't know what to do with myself and I think I was, like, crying to her. And then she was like, look, we'll give you two weeks to, like, really get it out of your system, two weeks to grieve and then you can move on. It took me over a year to move on from that breakup. Like, a solid year of, like, feeling feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and as you'll probably come to know, because Liv and I will naturally have to be talking about our experiences, one of the best parts the best parts of live breakup because spoiler alert I was there for it was the coming together of everyone the like flocking together of friendships and like we were lucky to have that and for people that don't have those close friends I hope that they can get something out of this podcast maybe oh absolutely it was the saving grace of the entire situation but also yeah brought our friend group a lot closer together in yeah. a strange way, in, in a very beautiful way. It was like I was the little injured bird in the corner and all of my friends flocked towards me to kind of help me through, which was the cutest thing ever. You know, people making food for you. Yeah. People, I think Belle actually wrote about it recently, um, that feeling of like your girlfriends coming together and like saving you yeah. from this total hurt and you go back to being a child but it's so so lovely and we were so lucky enough to have that but not everyone has that at all Mm. or not everyone utilizes that yeah and it can't fix everything because while it was great you had to do so much work to get back to get your life back and yourself back and your relationship with other people and sex and everything about you back so it was like that was not the be-all and end-all no. of getting over a breakup. No, and I think a lot of these stories show that as well. Absolutely. And so, Luce, your breakup experience, please. So my breakup experience, very different from Liv, is I have never, I don't think I've ever really felt romantic love. So I've always been the breaker upper And maybe some of you are in the same position um, and you've been the person that's been there to watch a lot of breakups and give advice because, like, you know, we're pretty emotionally intelligent. And so whether whether I've been through a breakup that's really hurt me or not, I've sort of watched and witnessed and been around enough that, I mean, maybe it's made me be like, fuck it, I'm, I'm never getting in one of these relationship yeah, things properly. Well, that's how you would feel. If you, I feel like you come at this kind of whole conversation from a very objective stance, which is actually quite nice to have because I think – when you are in the midst of a breakup or you can even remember being in the midst of a breakup and how like kind of the emotional turmoil of it and how you totally lose your head it's kind of nice like you're the friend that's there and being like this is what you should do like you're out of alignment with yourself right now and I'm like like only thinking about like you being selfish like I'm only I feel like I'm always just like the person I'm with I'm like 
you put you first. Obviously, don't hurt this other person, um, but you have to look after yourself first. Absolutely. And, I mean, like, I've had other types of heartbreak. I've had, like, family heartbreak. I've had friendship heartbreak, you know. But romantic love is something that... I feel mostly from the stories that I've been like sent from all of you and from watching it with my friends. So I feel like, yeah, Liv and I have a good, a, you know, a good starting point to learn about breakups with you all. Absolutely, which is what we've done throughout researching this. And obviously t- we're going to learn about through talking about it as oh. well. So we're, I don't know if the word's excited. I know, but ready. I think ready. we're very ready to get into it. So we're kicking it off today with revenge and how it can show up in a breakup. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time going into the definition of revenge because you all know what revenge is. It's when you get back at someone in return for what feels like them having wronged you. You know, you're getting you're getting even. You're getting your own back. Um, and although it is understandable, like, I think revenge can be one of the first gut reactions. Oh, absolutely. Revenge or jealousy, which is the next episode, actually, everyone. Um Although it can be understandable, it is super harmful. It's a really, really big concept because it can it can span from very like low stakes revenge um, to like rebounds or trying to make your ex jealous to things like revenge porn, which are a lot more serious. And so we do need to be careful to consider the line of what we're doing and how serious it is because some things require a bit more help and we do have... Um, in our show notes, places to go and get that help. Um, But these are all things, the sort of variety of ways you can get revenge, I guess, or feel after getting revenge are things that will go into during the podcast. And it shows how it can snowball. You know, you can start off just like wanting to, I don't know, put your ex's toothbrush in the toilet. Yeah. And then suddenly you're, I mean, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. But these are the same feelings that if you don't kind of own and get control of, then yes, they, can... they manifest and they become worse or they do harm to you or your ex, I guess. But first, just while we're validating you in, in the way that, of course, you felt revenge, or of course, you've you've wanted to seek revenge. It's very normal. I, I feel like, Liv, Revenge has almost been the only way we have been, like, taught via pop culture or whatever, like, how to deal with a breakup. I'm thinking of, like, John Tucker Must Die and Kill Bill and there's that episode of Hannah Montana where she finds out Jake's cheating on her and she pretends to be Mrs. Claus and, like, it makes fun of him on live television. Yes, yes, yes. Taylor Swift sung that song Better Than Revenge and... She no longer sings it because she is better than Revenge. Like She doesn't sing that song anymore, but that's what we were listening to. Oh, my God. I watched John Tucker Must Die, I reckon, at least 20 times. Like (laughs) Honestly. And that's when you're little. That's what you think a breakup should be. And and you kind of think, well, they were fucking doing it. And, like, it worked out. Well, it didn't work out. But, like... But, like... When did we get taught a healthy way to deal with a breakup? Fucking never. Here. No, here. here, On this podcast right here. We also had, I I think, one thing when we were year eight, the song that, like, sticks in my mind the most is Love the Way You Lie. Oh, my God. And I'm just, like... Which is verging on... Yes. Abuse. Yeah. And so I'm just, like, no wonder, everyone, no wonder we all feel these things or felt these things or are trying to work on what to do when we feel these things because I actually can't think of a single example of pop culture or or something that we saw growing up that really taught us how to deal 
with these feelings. So it, it feels rational almost when, when you're like, oh, well, I might as well do something sort of petty to get back at my ex. Yeah, because that's what people do. It's what people do. And so honestly, if you do if you do have good examples, because maybe now I would love to know that the media is getting better or like the things we're consuming are getting better at teaching us how to deal with shit. So if there are examples of a, of a good breakup that you've seen, like I'm thinking Troy and Gabriella when they broke up in High School Musical 2, like I don't know if that was good. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I can't think of a single one either. So if you've ever felt like you wanted to get revenge on someone after you've broken up, it's it's very, very valid. I also think when it comes to wanting to seek revenge, it can be for reasons like you have given, you might feel like you've given this person so much of you and you've given them access to your deepest, darkest secrets. You've probably invested a bunch of time into them. You might feel like, you have helped them grow as a person so feel this type of like ownership over them which is also not a good way to feel and can lead into some some much more controlling behaviors so like no matter how cleanly it ends you always feel like something's been taken from you and you want to get it back you feel a bit betrayed and and you want to get emotions are at an all-time high. Like, I did not recognize myself when I was going through a breakup. Yeah. I was doing shit that I would have never done. Like, you, you go crazy. You lose your head. You absolutely lose your head. Like, you see a version of yourself that you just never, ever want to see. And that is normal. Like, don't shit on yourself yeah. for that happening because it's just... It's what just happens? one of the motions you need to go through and we will help you go through it and hopefully come out the other side and in, hopefully, in a good way. Yeah, give you some tools to kind of navigate that circumstance because it's probably going to happen. Yeah. We should also note here, it is not in everyone's blood to need to get even. So like things like your personality type or your past experiences, maybe your traumas and even the support system like we were talking about before that you have around you all do play a part in how you react in a breakup. So, you know, if you have all these people talking you out of doing something you might regret, like seeking revenge in some type of way, then you're not as likely to feel these feelings and seek it out or act on them. And I think that's valid for anything in a breakup. Yeah, People react, although it is quite a universal feeling and there are some things like the things that we talk to in these episodes that are quite common to come about, Everyone deals with this shit differently. Yeah, but I don't, okay, I don't want to give people any ideas, but I did think it would be a good idea for us to hear a few stories of revenge in action, maybe. so we can get some real life situations. Some real life situations and hopefully see some remorse in these people, you know? Yeah, and show that, you know, learn from their mistakes. It doesn't make you feel good. Nope. In the long run. So some people live, they might ghost they might ghost to get back at their exes. God, this is like a two-in-one situation. I know. It? We do have a whole episode on ghosting coming up. Don't you worry. Mm. But so stay tuned for that. Very but, valid for 2023. I know. So first, here's a story from our audience. My first real partner was when I was between the ages of 19 and 21. We broke up because I found out that they'd been cheating on me the entire time, so ruthlessly to the point that they'd sleep with someone else and then come home and sleep with me. <sighs> I found out because a friend told me and once one of these stories came out, I got about 10 messages on the days following from other people coming forward. I found out that one of these people was a friend of mine too. Obviously, my partner said they were so sorry and that they loved me so much and they wanted another chance. Here I found an opportunity. I met up with them and we talked. I gave them hope that we were getting back together. 
went on a couple of dates and I told them that we could finally make it official again. Then I never texted or called them back and I moved to Sydney. That's pretty fucking calculated. That like, is like revenge best served huge. Yeah, like best, best served huge and kind of best served cold a little yeah. bit. Like I, I feel like they kind of took their time and were like, okay, this has happened to me. I'm not going to react straight away, Yep, which is actually something that we tell you to yes. take time. But they continued with their plan for revenge, which is what we are kind of telling you not to do. Yes. Um, but that's like... Yeah, that's brutal. This is one that I feel like we really should note. This might have felt really good in the Mm. moment. This is that type of instant gratification that, and to be honest, they would have been able to justify quite easily in their heads that this was deserved. Yeah, they obviously had some wrongdoing to them. Yes. Like, there's no doubt about the fact that their partner- They were getting cheated on. Cheating on them 10 times, especially with one of their friends. Yeah. But I reckon, Liv, if this was me, mm-hmm. I would look back on this and if I'm thinking about closure or being the bigger person or whatever, I would still probably feel bad for bringing this person back into my life and then and just ghosting them and going to Sydney only because then I'd be worried that because they got no closure, they would just do this again because they'd get even more bitter. And this is what we call a revenge cycle, which we will get into a little later on because this often happens where people just keep fucking retaliating, keep going for it. And so this is probably not – this is – not a good way to deal with your breakup. It might feel right in the moment. I'm sure it did to this person. But yeah, revenge cycles, very real. So then we have a story about cheating as an act of revenge. My ex asked for a break and ended up sleeping with someone else. We got back together and I hadn't done the work to deal with my feelings properly. So I had this fear of it happening again. I ended up cheating on them and rationalizing it to myself because it wasn't anything physical, only messages on the phone. They caught me and broke up with me. That was over two years ago and I can't open myself up to anyone because I'm terrified I'll do that again. They phone me every now and again because they struggle to speak to other people and every time that happens, I break again to think of how I took so much away from them. This is pretty self-aware. This is very, this is someone that got revenge in the moment by emotionally cheating on the person that cheated on them, but regretted it. And is still regretting it to this day. And this is a circumstance where this revenge hurt this person a lot more than it hurt their ex in terms of the fact that they can't open up to anyone anymore. They've lost trust in themselves, which I think is quite a common thread when you act on these revengeful feelings because you're like, this isn't me. No, and it's not the person you want to be, but it's the person you were in that moment. Mm. And then you have this tangible thing to look back on and be like, fuck, I'm the sort of person that would do that. And I feel shit about myself for it. Yeah. And then we have just a lower stakes revenge story. So the person I was with at the time broke up with me in a sushi train restaurant. Iconic. They hadn't directly said that we'd broken up. They were just avoiding answering my questions, staying silent, and obviously silence speaks louder than words. I knew what they wanted. While I was moving out, I was feeling so many emotions and I left a few of our Polaroids around the place for them to find at random points after I left. So this is like they were getting even in a Disney Channel way almost. Yeah, very much. This is like the very light side of the scale. Which we do have to comment on can potentially, if you get used to liking the feelings of, of 
getting revenge on someone in these really minimal ways can grow into bigger and bigger ways. Soon you're putting a fish under someone's car seat so they yeah. can't find it and then you're getting revenge in a really horrible way down the track and feeling shit about yourself. So again, that cycle, if you get addicted to this feeling of getting revenge. That is the thing because it may seem super like whatever, who cares? Like this isn't this a big is deal. Words, yeah. yeah, but it is. It is that it's like a gateway drug yeah. to revenge. It is. Hey team, if you want to listen to more of our new podcast all about breakups on the feels, you just need to jump over to our Culture Vulture feed wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.